Y'all are too loud. You're too loud. Who told y'all that too all bad? You're funny. I can't with y'all. Happy Too Loud Tuesday, friends. Grab your headphones, grab your spray, and welcome back to another very vocal episode of You're Too Loud. All right, Jordan, you ready to get loud? She's ready. Ooh. Are you ready? I'm so ready. After last week? <laughs> After last week. <laughs> I am very much ready. <laughs> okay, but how many, I feel like each week in 2021, sorry mm-hmm. 2020 remix we're mm. gonna be like after last week because remember <laughs> the insurrection was the first week of january <laughs> i know it the premiere started out really hot <laughs> the first episode <laughs> the season premiere the pilot episode mm. it showed us what was up so i feel like each week we're gonna be like after this week after <laughs> last week and will oh, but you know what i did like waking up and not being like well did my president tweet something like <laughs> that's gonna change the course of history last night hmm i guess not literally i'm like I wow feel. it's so nice going back to just good old diet racism mm. instead of spicy <laughs> racism just you know it's still there very right. much so you know but a little bit it was subtle. nice not knowing if we started like a <laughs> nuclear war through the hands of twitter <laughs> it was nice not having to assume that your president supports the proud boys which is no. also finding it out <laughs> through, through a True. deep wikipedia search True. <laughs> this is stuff do some ignorance research. is bliss ignorance it is bliss. really is <laughs> but it's been a good week i feel like the news has been more good than bad you've seen true that's true i feel like i my mom and grandma so i'm at home Mm -hmm. right now as are you but Mm -hmm. they keep cnn on (laughs) constantly constantly (laughs) turn it off one thing a black woman's gonna watch is some cnn (laughs) (laughs) it's some anderson cooper (laughs) like i promise you they're reporting the same sad news of this world like I promise you, take five minutes. Constant. I'm like, no wonder you're irritated. I'd be irritated too if I watched this all day. <laughs> I'm sick. You know, you're, you're right though. Cause I feel like half the time it's just some commentator being like, no, my opinion is right. And then the other person's like, no, my opinion's right. It's like, exactly. but I don't care. <laughs> Both y'all think. I don't care. <laughs> and like the thing about live news is, you know, we're so, we're, we love Twitter, but mm. Like the night of the um, Georgia runoff, mm-hmm. my mom would tell me, she's like, it doesn't look good for either one of them. CNN's report. I'm like, mom, you're late. These <laughs> news channels are late. I already know they both won on Twitter <laughs> with math nerds. Like, let's listen to the math nerds instead of CNN constantly. But whatever. For real. You know what? You're, you're so right. Because at Twitter, you get that so fast Instant. and you just have to read it. And I don't have to <laughs> listen to Wolf Blitzer monologue for a minute, <laughs> even though I love him kind of <laughs> please please turn on no C- it's true turn off cnn turn it off <laughs> or at least on, like msnbc like let's hear mm. you know joy reed okay tiffany cross hmm. just <laughs> you know what what you're saying we just need black women on our okay, maybe. <laughs> constantly <laughs> it's the thing I think the theme here is I'm just sick of hearing white men tell me about the black vote. And I put that in heavy quotes. Right. Because if it's Abby Phillip on CNN, suddenly I'm tuning in. Hey, Abby. What's up, sis? Oh, hey, Simone Sanders. What's up? Anyway. That's the thing is the thing. But speaking of Twitter, 
Let's get in with some bloop, Shiga, because mm. Twitter has been funny. 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 <laughs> funny. I will Very say, much. do you think they're wearing this Bernie meme out? It was tired. I will say it, it was tired <laughs> after the first day. It was. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're asking, well, didn't you guys pose? <laughs> Bernie? Yes, we did. Within hours. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> we were also a little late. But you know what? It is tired. It is a little tired. <laughs> I agree. I feel like it's so weird seeing like companies and schools use it and not agree with any of his policies. Right. <laughs> right. Like, what is the matter? And then people being like, oh my gosh, and asking the girl to make mittens for him, like them. Oh my God. He's just a teacher. That's not her job. <laughs> I promise you, you will be okay without them. You will be okay. Yeah, they're wearing it out. That and AVE, I feel like are constantly worn out on Twitter. But my, oh, I guess mm. this goes along with it. My tweet is I promise y'all, black people don't want to be anything other than black. <laughs> and yes very much very much so like am i going to complain about the trauma we went through this summer and you know the 20 years we've lived before yes <laughs> am i going to complain about how you know about my hair and how irritated i am yes mm. am i never gonna step foot in a pool yes oh, but let's just be very clear i still would rather do <laughs> nothing else than be a black person nothing and that's on period you know what and that's on our ancestors period we're not playing around (laughs) not you not stepping a foot in a pool not even a lazy river no Mm. because that hair is not lazy that hair is working (laughs) the thing is that's childhood trauma because do you remember like the swim cap and like all your friends (laughs) like (laughs) i would double swim cap it did nothing You know how tight double skin, double swim caps are? Believe me, I know how tight a double swim cap is. That's great. I love how all of us have that same experience. (laughs) They did nothing. They actually did nothing for our hair. And if you guys never had the displeasure, I'll say the displeasure of wearing a swim cap, (laughs) please just try it for one time. It wasn't a nice experience. It wasn't. It wasn't. And then we always look crazy coming out. Yes. The takedown. Sure did. Sure did. Anyway, that's my tweet. I'll I'll give you mine. Um (laughs) mine just says, what doesn't kill you makes you weird at intimacy. (laughs) Yup. Yup. Not even romantic, just with friends, with other people. It it, if you relate to that, you relate to it. Period. You know what I say. (laughs) What's understood does not need to be said. <laughs> right. I gotta explain that one. Y'all know what I mean. <laughs> if one plus one is two, if five plus five is ten. <laughs> yeah. Very I much. guess we'll circle back in 20 years to revisit mm. that quote and uh, see if we made any progress with a therapist. What? Um okay, Shika, what are we talking about this week? Mm, we are talking <laughs> about our black. I'll say it again, our black <laughs> icons. We are so mm. proud of them and there have been so many highlighted in the news this week. So we just kind of want to talk about how to honor them, what they mean to us and and all of that. So yes. let's get into it. What do black icons mean to you, Jordan? Everything. Mm. I feel like black icons <laughs> mean everything because, you know, like they're the blueprint. Right. Like, I feel like what white people, no. 
what non-black people don't understand is white people more so for sure Mm. but oftentimes they can look in the media and just see you know people who look like them or people who look like them doing what they want to do and it's not even a thought that crosses their mind which it makes sense you have the privilege of having that but we (laughs) just have so few examples Mm. highlighted in the media they're there and they're in history but so Mm -hmm. few highlighted that when we see these iconic people being lifted up by all people it really means a lot because they show Mm. us you know that they're the beacon of light that we look towards and that we want to work to be you know so I don't know at its core that's what it means to me what about you Mm. I I totally agree with that I the only thing I'll add is like I feel like some of these black icons like mean so much to me in like a familiar sense like these people Mm. feel so close to me even though I Mm -hmm. I don't know them they surely don't know who I am (laughs) (laughs) but because there are so few of them it just feels so special when we see black icons winning it's like when you see like Issa Rae winning it's like wow Mm -hmm. it's almost like a part of us win it's like yes (laughs) but (laughs) but we just feel so proud and because they're so special and they have that place in our life and I feel like just being young black women right now like they're the people that we look forward to they're the people that inspire us to to be better and to actually to your point like because there are so few like how would we know if we even could make it to that point without Mm -hmm. them so they they are just they're everything you're right no you're so so who are some of your like black icons and then why Mm. do you look up to them yeah yeah I have a lot and I feel like (laughs) you could basically take any black I don't want to say any but most (laughs) black people at uh, high positions in power and just be like wow they have Mm -hmm. had to go to so much to get Mm -hmm. to the places that they are right now um but because you know I'm like into like the environment and government and stuff like that I've always looked up to like Susan Rice and and stuff like that um because she she's amazing um a diplomat and all that kind of stuff and then um if you guys are any familiar with like African history and stuff like that she was one of the queens in Ghana um like when it was first kind of not even a thing not even a country but but a, a collection of tribes and stuff like that and she her story is actually so amazing we don't have enough time to actually get into it but I don't know I think it's really interesting when <laughs> white people try to use a theory like well like the bootstrap theory like Mm. well you know susan rice made it or shonda Mm. rhimes made it you know why can't you or why can't these other people and it's like Mm -hmm. the fact that we can sit here right now and just like name a few people is the problem it's the fact that if i asked you who are your white icons you'd be like what Mm. like what do you mean like where do i even start that's the problem (laughs) (laughs) literally what are yours Mm -hmm. i'm curious yeah, mine are, I mean, both of us definitely share like Issa Rae. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for me, for context, everyone knows like my dream job is to be a talk show host. So when I see like creators that are truly building mm. from nothing, like Awkward Black Girl mm. grew to this Issa Rae empire. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that just means a lot. So Issa Rae, I have to include Oprah, of course. Period. Like, the blueprint the black print and uh, robin roberts i love robin roberts i'm actually in the middle of her master class but just mm-hmm. women like them that just mm-hmm. means so much and like she and i said there's just so many more i think what really hurts too about just 
this whole concept of black icons is knowing that there's so many that will like never get the light of day, mm-hmm. get the roses they deserve, get the applause right. they deserve. There are so many black icons in our communities, in our friend groups. Like I know we're best friends with future black icons. They're black icons to us now. Period. Okay. <laughs> and it just hurts knowing that, you know, this white mediocrity, mm. which is a whole other issue, will always mask that. Not always, but typically it will mask that. So that's mm. why these people are just so special to me. Um and I know to a lot of people, I think it just representation really, really matters. And I think that can't really be overstated. Yeah, yeah. Cause I mean, <laughs> if we just look at even social media, like I love the fact that we get to see and hear from so many different people that we wouldn't have had the chance to do from before. But when you're just scrolling, it's like, wow, so many people are so talented, so eloquent, so well spoken. It's like I want to hear more from them. And I'm sure mm-hmm. there's so many untapped icons that we really could be you know getting into as well mm-hmm. but I don't know it's just it's weird on the other hand because I feel like sometimes we have icons and we put them in in positions of power and we should because they're amazing but I feel like while black people most of the time will give them the roses and really understand I feel like the reception with non-black people is sometimes different mm-hmm. and we'll have you know problems like um I, I'm thinking of like Viola Davis who her, her in her speech famously she was like i am not the black didn't she say i was like not the black male streep i am Viola yeah. davis like pay me yeah. what i'm worth mm-hmm. she is an icon but she is not getting the respect that she needs because she's in white spaces yeah you know I mean? yeah absolutely you're so i love that video clip so mm. much i know we talked <laughs> about it i yeah. love it because you're so right the reception's not there and okay i don't really know how to go about this without in the most politically correct way, so I'm just going to say it. Mm. I feel like a lot of times the work of our Black icons, sometimes they just do it for us. Sometimes they're really just doing it for the culture. Issa Rae mm. is a great example. Right. Insecure is not supposed to be widely understood by white people. It's mm. just not. It's not for them. You won't see lots of white people in the show. It's for us. Not mm. to say she's like, you know, only Black people should look at it and understand it. That's not it at all. It's a multicultural right. body of work. But you know what I'm saying? Like at the end mm. of the day, it's for Black people. So when I see white magazine columns reviewing mm. it, oh, it just, uh, I didn't really understand it or it wasn't polished enough or whatever. Like mm-hmm. to you, it's not really mm. for you. So right. the reception, while it's like, you know, not fully there, it's also like it was never, it was never supposed to be recepted by white people. Mm. So they do non-black audiences as they often do put their foot in something where the door wasn't open to them period you're right and i feel like that isn't even politically incorrect to say that if a creator wants to make something for us by us and it should be judged by that measure like yeah it doesn't i don't i'm not saying like if you're a white reviewer don't do that right right, right. but but at the same time you have to understand like the cultural sensitivity there and (laughs) it 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 also kind of just speaks to like I feel like a lot of times when you have stuff in the black community and then other people come in, they're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what this is. Why don't you take the time on your own? (laughs) I'm so sorry. Because this is not the direction you were taking this in. Take the time on your own and Google it. Please Mm -hmm. don't ask us. Because 
again, if it's not for you, then why are we explaining it to you? (laughs) Then why? I would like to know. And while they're at it, please, since we're talking about icons, please research, research MLK. Because get into that, please. Please. (laughs) We can't just say I have a dream on MLK Day and just call it a day. No. Look into like what he actually was saying if you think he's such a role model. And he was. He he was. was. Mm-hmm. he is all those things but to reduce him to a couple of lines a couple of minutes in the speech mm. it's not giving it's not giving <laughs> especially especially when uh i hate it when like fox news or something will be like i have a dream and then overlook all his socialist policies all his <laughs> times when he was like white people look again yeah <laughs> like, the white moderate is, the white moderate like all this time it's like he it is obvious when you look that he is a socialist that he's a democratic mm-hmm. socialist that he's said all these things and that is totally fine but we, if you don't know that and we agree <laughs> right but do you so that's but all i'm gonna say you? <laughs> no you're so right i mean even um dr bernice king who mm. we adore tweeted mm-hmm. she's like please don't act like my father was loved by everyone he was right polls were out and he was one of the most hated men in the country in the world right, right. so don't act like he didn't agitate like he didn't like you said bring up these socialist ideals mm. like you said also i mean when you have fox news tweeting you know what was so rich the mm. fbi tweeting about mlk hmm. um the nfl tweeting about mlk hmm. Hmm. kelly leffler tweet like what are y'all do mitch mcconnell I'm begging mm-hmm. them to those tweets. It's actually Please. more of a slap in the face for them to tweet than it is for them to say nothing. Because we Please. know you're, you're actively working, ag- like actively against right. every single thing he fought for, every single right. thing he achieved. And not just him, but leaders in his era. Right. I mean, the fact that we have bills, you know, surrounding John Lewis on Mitch McConnell's mm. desk, and Mm-mm. he's still going to tweet about MLK, it's not mm. giving. It's not giving. At all. At and all. No, you're so right. Because at some point, you just have to say, did you not read any of his stuff? <laughs> like, literally any of his stuff. MLK was like, healthcare is so important. Education should be free for mm-hmm. And Ted Cruz is like, oh my gosh, I love this yeah! No, obviously you don't. <laughs> you obviously, obviously don't. You don't. Another thing is a lot of people who were leading the insurrection, mm-hmm. uh, Josh Hawley, looking at you, Ted mm. Cruz, any, and not just them, any other white supremacists sitting in the House or in the Senate that didn't right. speak up actively against it, you were with it. But all right. of them tweeting all this stuff, and they really think that, you know, in their eyes, they're like doing what MLK would have wanted. And I don't understand how they think that. It's like, mm. and this is another conversation, but it's like how a lot of like Christian people in the church, mm. like, think that they're living out jesus mm. by supporting trump <laughs> which will be another episode but it's just not right and you right. know i think it's really important that you do your research if we mm. do research we also can see she i know you really brought this up another time was coretta scott king was right. also very socialist she was right. very active in the community she was a huge leader i mean mm. just as much so as mlk you know just didn't get the attention right but i love when dr bernice king said when you honor my father honor my mother too right you know, right icons both of them both of them for, for real they were they were amazing and and honestly like <laughs> we're, we're not just saying like go research this because like you should but like also 
because it's really impactful and you'll learn a lot especially Mm -hmm. like through all the female leaders because there's so many female civil rights activists and leaders who were so instrumental in that moment and who spoke out as well yes absolutely and as we're wrapping up just talking about icons we would be Mm -hmm. remiss to not talk about hank aaron who died this week as well Mm. all right another black icon like Mm -hmm. that you know we're just losing so many iconic people in their stories and so it's up to us to live out their ideals and live out what they wanted and be you know they planted the seed and we have to grow it mm-hmm. and tuesday so i guess today when you all would be listening mm-hmm. um is actually a really hard day for a lot of people all mm-hmm. over the world because it's the one year anniversary of the death of kobe and Gigi bryant mm-hmm. which it's hard to talk about, but you know, they just lived a life of dil- Kobe's whole thing was like diligence and like work hard. And he mm-hmm. was the first one to practice and literally the last one to leave. And mm-hmm. Gigi was just like, so special. Oh my gosh. I'm not going to talk about it, but they're mm-hmm. just all about living with passion and like living fully. And that's oh. our responsibility to do that. You honor these people by, you know, following their path that they worked so hard to pave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't even have anything added on that. Like, please just be respectful on that day and 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 support them and honor them because they deserve everything. Absolutely. So Jordan, do you want to put us on for this week? Yes. Okay. Let me tell you, Shika. So sometimes Shika and I will talk about a few like episode things before, but I've saved mm-hmm. this for this episode because I want oh to see your reaction. Have ah. you heard of Good Line? No. What is this? I, I don't know how you haven't heard. You're going to know once I say it. Okay. So... SZA put out this hotline. Wait, 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 wait. Is this what I'm thinking of? When she's texting back and forth with her supporters? She's not texting. She's <gasps> calling. She's calling. Wait? SZA put out a hotline, everyone, where basically, now, actually, let me not say everyone. This is for her fans, but a lot of it is geared towards underrepresented fans. So you call the hotline. The, the line's always busy. I want you to all understand. I will show she get a screenshot. I called 200 times. I I literally will show you the screenshot 200 times. Basically, she has, it's so good. Okay, this is how it opens. It's her voice. She's like, hey, everyone, it's me. (gasps) She sounds like an angel. There's like this music in the background. She's like, I just love you all so much. I want this to be a space where we can all heal and laugh and cry together. So then she like, you can dial off a menu. So like, if you push one, she's a meditation and like affirmations she pre-recorded. And then you can, call for our lgbtq plus youth you can call the trevor project directly you can call Blackline, which is talking to black people directly like there is so much you can listen to good days you can listen to good days acoustic it is so cool so anyways i'm gonna no i'm gonna shortlist and say i did not talk to her but i will say so last night she was like randomly calling people back and she tweets this video of her calling someone back on the so everyone my grandma's name is not me exposing her her name is carolyn horton <laughs> she goes by Gemma. her name's carolyn and i'm mm. under her phone plan so i didn't realize it goes on the name under the phone plan uh-huh. in the video she clicks the name right above carolyn <gasps> you not if you look she got i'm begging you to look tonight you're in, not kidding clicks this name sandra and <gasps> it's right it's right above my name it's right what? above my name. and she was one away from calling me and i would have talked to sizza but i didn't <gasps> But either way, good line is it. So I'm putting it on. If you, I don't think it's open at all times. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Or if she's just, but like she wants to use it like so freaking like she is so nice. She's oh such a gosh. person. And so good line is it. That's what I'm putting it on to. 
What? This is, I'm not even kidding. This is the best news I've heard all year. It's amazing. What? It's like instant soothing. And people were saying like, oh my gosh. And she would have conversations for like five to like seven minutes. Like she was genuinely talking to people. She's like, this is all I want. Like I think about all of you so much. Like, what? and she's going to keep doing it. So keep your eye out for good line. Wow. But if you're, you know, a white man, straight white male listening to this, cisgender, like, I'm sorry, but you need to yield your time. Mm. You need to yield your time. Period. <laughs> we're angry. serious too. <laughs> wow. Serious. <laughs> that that sounds amazing. Sissa is so nice. She just seems like such a genuinely nice person. Yes, yeah, so down to earth. Like we don't wow. know her, but you get a vibe from people. You do. Another icon. Another icon that we could talk True. forever about. <laughs> okay. And I'll go real quick. Um, if you guys don't know our mutual friend Maya, our amazing another black icon. Um, another the she's real. an icon because she is on the intro. She's that a laugh you hear. Oh, so true. True. <laughs> so if you like the show, then you like Maya because period, she is <laughs> period. that girl. Um, her birthday is coming up on the 28th and she's doing this really cool thing. 21 days of just highlighting different charities, different places that people can, you know, get plugged into. I think it's under the hashtag uh, 21 days of Maya, but we'll definitely make sure we have the right one. on So check it out. If you guys are looking for different charities or looking for places to donate she's put a lot of time in really curating the best one yes. so yeah so much okay. time they're so well thought out mm-hmm. the stories behind them everything they are and, and we're not just saying that because she's our best friend <laughs> literally <laughs> plus one chica for sure chica, <laughs> get loud for us please i know there's mm. so much to get loud about but please give us something <laughs> there is a lot to get loud about this week um so i'll give you something that doesn't really make make any difference in the world I'll, I'll i'll be very honest it doesn't make any difference but it did annoy me slightly so if you guys don't know the whole danny lee situation if you don't know who she is she's a r&b artist i actually think her music is like decent like i i like a couple of her songs jordan i know you've played a couple of songs so I, yeah i don't, I don't really listen to her. i know like three songs there yeah i know the popular ones yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> that's my level of fandom i didn't i didn't have anything against this girl um but this week (laughs) apparently it came out that miss girl does not know the difference between race and ethnicity and i just want to clear this up (laughs) because race and ethnicity begin y'all different and i don't i don't understand what what the trip up here so danny lee released a a song called yellow bone talking about how she's light-skinned so then everyone questioned like girl are you light-skinned it's colorist (laughs) it's colorist first of all (laughs) first of all she shouldn't even made that song Mm -mm. because it why second of all you're not light-skinned girl you're latinx (laughs) you're not black why are you calling yourself yellow bone you're not even yellow bone if you would have called yourself that anyway so then (laughs) i i do more research because now i'm getting more invested for no reason (laughs) And now I'm watching Love and Hip Hop Miami, probably the worst <laughs> franchise oh, out of this season. <laughs> and she's talking, and she's talking in front of Trina. Okay. So you know she should have come correct. And she's like, my ethnicity is black. Your ethnicity can't be black, Miss Girl. <laughs> so I look, I'm like doing so much research at this point. I'm like, okay, she was, she's Dominican. So she could be black. But right. I look at her parents whiter than I've ever seen them so this girl (laughs) 
if you are a white woman calling yourself yellow bone there's a problem there and i just want us to be clear on that period period y'all need to understand <laughs> say it again the di- race and ethnicity be tripping everybody up <laughs> just like you're and you are mm-hmm. like figure it out <laughs> figure it out please it's actually not that hard though like i don't it's know it's really why. not it's, well it's just like nationality that'd be tripping right. people up too right but anyway, that was my little in- insane update. Listen, we all material. have the same Google. I'm begging y'all <laughs> to just look it up. It's really quick. Make yourself a little Venn diagram. <laughs> wow. Yeah, she good. That was a good day on Twitter. I will it admit. Was. <laughs> um, okay, so mine is just briefly touching on the inaugural performances. Mm. Amanda Gorman. Ooh, ooh. Amanda Gorman. Amanda Gorman. <laughs> I wish she and I were just saying before we started recording, like, we wish we knew her name before this goes back to this idea like black icons are living amongst us Mm. and we're just so proud of her it just was the moment it is very very bothersome seeing white people call her eloquent Mm. Hmm. like was she supposed to bark (laughs) like what did y'all expect question i'm saying i don't i know we do not like when white people call black because <laughs> there's a there's a nuance behind it right it's like oh my gosh you're so eloquent girl what did you expect from the inaugural poet <laughs> the inaugural poet the youngest ever is a black woman we're just so proud yeah. of her amanda please come on the podcast we will we'll do anything emails. but we love her and then a, so she's a huge yes but a huge yes. no mm. j-lo i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry actually i'm not at all um i wasn't really excited to hear that she was performing in the first place but that's Mm. okay what really got me was the song (laughs) this land here's the lyrics this land is your land this land is my land Mm. i am here to tell you right now it's not it's not our land ever because that song is the epitome of indigenous erasure and what gets me with that is we have a new president you know we're excited that it's not trump Mm. and we're excited you know whether you agree with her policies or not Everyone feels very differently about it in the black community, mm-hmm. but I know Sheikha and I are just thrilled to see someone who looks like us at the right. very base level. But it's hard for communities like the indigenous community to be excited mm-hmm. when you know they're like, oh, okay, everyone's a new chapter. And then they open the first page of the new chapter is erasure of their communities, of their history. Mm-hmm. So that was like a really bad take, I thought, for them to right. choose that song. And the fact that she started singing her own music in the middle, what's going on? Okay. <laughs> It was a whole mess. You're you're solely right. Like, why would she choose that song though when there are so many others? And why would they choose her? I'm sorry. We that felt kind of mean, and I didn't mean it that harshly. But at the same time, I, I remember. I think I texted you. I was like, "Wow, I'm ready to be underwhelmed by this performance." <laughs> and I was. But <laughs> I was too, because I was like, "Why are we doing this when Jasmine Sullivan is right hmm. here?" Like. like- literally but i will say i will say it is it's nice seeing that there's at least representation of Mm. you know she's a latina woman yeah so i guess yes and i can't speak for that community but i guess from my perspective why that song if nothing else why that song period period so you know what no still because there are other Latin okay true that's facts. artists that's facts. <laughs> there are latina artists who aren't black fishing but she is mm-hmm. so that was we a haven't li- said the n-word <sighs> you remember Jenny that. The block. and proudly 
Mm. I was just waiting for <laughs> Gina Rodriguez to be like lifted <laughs> from a flagpole. Like, what's going on, Joe? We did it, Joe. Jeebies. Oh, no. <laughs> Jeebies. Okay. We did it, Joe. Uh-uh. Yeah, but we did do it, Joe. So, you know what? We did, period. And real quick before we sign off, let's take one second to appreciate those outfits one more time. Because let's. Michelle, I don't think I've ever seen her look this good. You know what? She's looked good every single day of her life. She has. But on Wednesday, she hit different. The baying? Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought, you know what? I knew she was about to do something crazy because CNN had like panned it on her face and it was just her mask and her lashes and that hair laid and then they panned out i said wow (laughs) no it's the way no one was looking at her husband Mm -mm. no one her husband (laughs) she looked amazing amazing just Mm. all the nods the jewel tones uh the biden grandkids there's like 40 of them and they Mm -hmm. looked so cute i was here for them and let's i've seen a lot of criticism actually really quick about like stop idolizing their these people in their outfits no one's idolizing them <laughs> can we just say they look good right because y'all usually don't look good so we said you look good okay i'm sorry i'm a not michelle major. but yeah <laughs> right everybody else right i mean we're both business major we know a suit usually is not giving what it usually gives it's and it was giving, giving a lot on it wednesday that's all we were saying <laughs> i just know y'all need to step your coat game up including mm. me same. I, I saw red. tweets so I was like this should tell y'all this should tell y'all there's no reason for you to be wearing a puffer coat with a dress <laughs> it's true step your Ooh. coat game up 2021 that one hurt a little bit slightly she's right <laughs> exactly period well we should probably sign off before we put our foot we should <laughs> Anyway, it's been so good talking to all of you and Jordan. I guess. <laughs> and the coach, I guess. And the coach. Stay loud, y'all. Stay um, loud. We'll see you soon.